as we you know lay foundation for the world this morning. let's go to the book of joshua chapter 14 joshua 14 quickly hallelujah i said hallelujah joshua 14 book of joshua chapter 14 we're going to read from verse 6 all the way down to 15 we will be looking at this particular chapter or text for a while because of the things that god has spoken unto us in it joshua 14 joshua 14 from verse 6 all the way down to 15 please read with me with me amen are we all there together are we all there together the bible says in verse 6 then the children of judah came to joshua in gilgal and caleb the son of jephthah that came as i said to him you know the word which the lord said to moses the man of god concerning you and me in kadesh bania <laughs> the word the lord spoke concerning you and me church i wanted to know that god has something in mind that is particular to you as an individual that's why you are not like somebody else today we learned that there are seven billion people on planet earth and no two people are the same there is no duplicate of Martina. There is no duplicate of Leander. There is no duplicate of Joshua. No, no, no. It's the yes. I mean, you can imagine. So there's something about you that makes you to be unique in life. You know the the the, 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 the market the, the the marketing world. They're talking about brand. You are a brand of your own. Oh, you didn't get that. You see, I said you are a brand of your own. people may not like you but that's the business you didn't make yourself you know one thing about the uniqueness of your brand it's God's brand of you because God is the manufacturer is the one who made you whatever you are today whatever you your your case may be whatever you experience the yesterdays the challenges the ups and downs and everything you have been through is part of the brand that is what makes you unique what makes you to be who you are nobody can tell your story like yourself people may try to want to kind of you know say some things about you but no you are the special brand that god sat down the day he was making you he just made you and then he threw into the world and then you begin that brand continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and this is who you are today and guess what it's not over god is still working on this brand if we can understand the mind of god and, and and kind of you know in the natural we invest a lot of money we, we take our money hard and money to go and buy brands somebody needs to be paying for you as well <laughs> you, you didn't get that are you, are you with me and now this man said there is a world that god spoke concerning you and me and he hasn't finished yet he went further to say listen to this he said i was 40 years old when moses the servant of the lord sent me from kadesh Barnea to spy out the land and i brought back word to him as it was in my heart he said bread who went up with me made the heart of the people melt but i wholly follow the lord my god he said, so moses swore 
on that day saying surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children forever because you have only followed the lord my god and now listen to this he said and now behold the lord has kept me alive glory be to god i love that and now the lord has kept me alive as he said this 45 years he was 40 years when god began to make the brand nobody saw the brand nobody appreciated the brand nobody bought into the brand. it was like who is going to pay for this no it's nothing 45 years later oh help me 45 years he kept the word god spoke to him god put the word in his heart and it seems as if nothing happened and he just you know what you know i'm not going to lose my heart i'm not going to lose faith it doesn't matter i'm not going to i'm not going to allow the enemy to steal the dream i'm not going to allow the devil to, to, to make it say okay you cannot do it there are many of us here this morning there are things that god has spoken into your heart years ago dreams inspiration ideas things you would love to you have dreamt of you have desire you, you didn't it's not you god inspired them he put them and it's as if well you have tried everything you know how to do and it seems as if nothing is working and probably you have given up this guy didn't give up how do you keep your dreams for 45 years when nothing seems to be happening when nothing seems to be happening when everything is quiet when everything seems as if it's gone you know when i was studying this uh, when god put my heart uh, towards the uh, watch night service before now we have always thought that abraham was the one that waited for god for 25 years that that's the longest time you can wait for god now i saw a man that waited for 45 years somebody say amen you know what that kind of activity opened me it's not over yet 45 years he said now he said uh, uh, 45 years even since the lord spoke this word unto moses why the children of israel wandered in the wilderness my god that's another message on his own right when you are in the wilderness of life and i believe that every one of us i mean at one time or the other you probably have gone through the wilderness of life before where everything is dry wilderness is a, de- is a, is a terrible place dry place nothing seems to be happening there no life nothing everything seems so unbearable he said they were wandering in the wilderness you had a word in the midst of chaos you had a word in the midst of you know nothing is working but you had a dream in the midst of chaotic situation church please help me this morning how do you dream of a better future when everything is collapsing on you but that's god that's how he works that's one of the reasons why the prayers that we pray this morning talking about the expectations of the righteous that it should not be cut off that's why it's very important they were in the wilderness but in that wilderness he was dreaming of a better tomorrow how do you dream of wealth in the midst of poverty how do you dream of riches in the midst of lack how do you dream of abundance in the midst of just you know just managing in the sweet by and by but that's good for you 
because he wants to take you through that experience so that eventually when you get to the place that is taking you to you will know that it's not by your power it's by his grace that he took you there he said while they were wondering they were in the wilderness but in the wilderness what's the word that came the word came that you have a future you're going to step into a place and wherever the soles of your feet will trod will become yours in the wilderness and for 45 years this man kept the word in his heart he embraced it believing god that one day i'm going to leave the wilderness i'm not going to die in the wilderness i'm heading somewhere i'm going somewhere I'm not dying in the wilderness. I don't know about you. I don't know what God has said to you over the years. You know, how many of us know that sometimes at the end of the year you get a little bit want to feel discouraged because maybe certain things happen. But no, this is not Caleb. Every year when they say happy new year, I say yes, I'm to my death. Tell the world inside. Are you still holding your dreams alive? Yes, it didn't happen last year. But who says it can't happen this year? Can I hear amen? Yes, you didn't get there last year, but what about this year? Because this year is here now. Don't lose your dream. Don't lose the inspiration. Don't lose those things that God has put in. Those ideas that are there, creativity. All you need is just line up with God. Let, let, let it be that you find His ways. Yes, maybe you are experiencing a wilderness experience right now. God can turn your wilderness to a pool of water. So listen to in the wilderness and no and now no i am this day four score i'm five years I, I got the word when i was 40 years i'm 85 years old today <laughs> hallelujah I, I i got the inspiration i had the dream when i was 40 years old but now i am 85 years old and he has not forgotten the word the dream that god gave him 45 years ago when many of many people today they cannot even hold their dream for one year after one year they say well it's just i'll just but god gave you the dream he put it in your heart how many of us know that you don't have power to generate dreams yourself okay how many of us have ever gone to bed and said you know tonight I'm, i want to dream this dream you no know, you cannot do that please church help me have you ever yeah you don't even know what's going to come in the middle of because the moment you're gone you're gone so when you have a dream it's a divine encounter it's, it's when you have an inspiration a thought an idea creativity something coming into your mind it's not you it's god that is in charge so if he has put it there he has the ability to make it to work somebody say but i've been dreaming about this and i'm going to do this for one year no 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 no, no. don't forget about that you are not in charge tell your neighbor you are not in charge he said and he said something as yet as i am strong this day as i was in the day that moses set me as as my strength was then even so is my strength now for war both to go out and to come in so 40 years ago uh when i had the dream there's a measure of strength that i have but to be honest with you i'm not weaker now i can still achieve my dream praise god i said i can that's why god kept me alive i can still do it i can make it happen god can help me to do it he said now therefore listen to this give me this mountain asking for mountain at the age of 85 asking for what 
mountain at the age. When was the last time you challenged yourself? When was the last time you challenged yourself? You dared yourself to want to do something that is extraordinary. Because if you want to make it in life, you have to be someone that is always challenging yourself with the extraordinary. What was the last extraordinary challenge that you put in front of yourself and say, you know what? Give me this mountain. I'm going to climb it. Give me this challenge. I'm going to do it. Somebody say amen. Because, ladies and gentlemen, please listen this morning. The potential, the ability to achieve your dream and inspiration is in you. But you will not know until you ask for the challenge. You didn't hear that. You don't know what you have until when you are confronted with your assignment. You don't know what you can do until when the challenge is placed in front of you. Until when you go for the extraordinary. All you are going for every day is ordinary things. You are going to become, just be an ordinary person, a routine person. I had the privilege of talking to the young pioneers this morning. Listen to this, George. You know, at the moment we're looking at dreams and, and, right? Joseph was a teenager when he was dreaming of becoming a president. Are we together? And he was confident about the dream. He would go and meet his brother. He said, you know what? We were in the field. <laughs> and all of us, we have a sheaf. And your sheaves, right, were bowing down to my own sheaf. My sheaf was standing, but all your sheaves were bowing down. And the brothers were ready. They said, what is wrong with this boy? And they hated him because of his dream. So don't be surprised when this one begins to rise up and begin to come up with some creative ideas. Because then, now they understand the power of dream. Making sure that you are part of your, you are stepping into your future in the present. You don't wait for the future to come. But actually, you work for the future right now. Somebody say amen. And he said, give me this one, give me the challenge. You know, even I'm looking at myself, I said, well, yes, I, th- I think I need to do some things, you know, get some days off to put my thoughts together about what the year is going to be. Because I don't want it to be a routine year. I want to have some challenges. Do something that I've never done before. Put some mountains in front of myself and say, let me check what I can, what my strength is like, what I can climb it. What are the challenges? What are the new things you are putting in front of yourself this year that you actually, that would test the potentials that are in you? Because if you don't put anything there, you get nothing. And, and look, at, look, at, look at Caleb. Yeah? He said, Now they forgive me this one day. Whereof the Lord spoke in that day. For thou 
heard it in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fast listen he was not listen to this church he was not even discouraged by the people that were there that they may be there but I'm taking it you didn't get that <laughs> you know many times we have reasons why we cannot do what we want to do because of this he said no no even though they are there but God has spoken so I don't care who is sitting on your seat right now who is in front who is sitting on your jaw who is kind of hindering your no no, no. they may be there he said I don't care how fence how fortified it is but I can I can take it if so be the Lord with me then I shall be able to drive them out somebody say drive them out oh come on say Lord I say drive them out <laughs> there are certain things you need to drive out this year so that you can occupy your place somebody may be sitting down right now but they are occupying it for you you know the Bible says that I will give you the house that you didn't build hello church is that I will give you the land that it's not yours but I'm gonna give it to you anyway somebody may be there right now but God is gonna give it unto us I will drive them out as the Lord had said and in verse 13 verse 13 and Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb the son of Jephthah Abram for an inheritance. Abram therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephthah the Kenazite, unto this is because he only followed the Lord of God. Now, God wants us to have the spirit, the dimension, the heart of Caleb this year. So that this year will be better than last year for us. Listen to me. There are certain things that God will do. But there are certain things that if you don't do it, God will not do it. You know the spirit of religion is we think we pray 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 no there are some actions you need to take some actions as well you need to act you can imagine all that just the caleb was doing was just you know praying and praying no no he needs to go he needs i, I want to he said i want to go to the mountain i want to take the place I, I need to do it so we need to have that spirit of saying i'm going to go out there i'm going to do something new i'm going to challenge myself with something no different from last year something higher i want to be better this year and because i want to be better this year i need to act better than what i did last year so now what i wanted to see is this even though caleb had this in mind he mentioned that the people that went you remember the story of caleb 12 spies were sent to where to spy out the promised land we all remember the story yes. if you give me numbers 13 that can help us 12 people were sent god gave them promise somebody say promise, promise. say it again say promise. promise god gave them promise of a better future a promise is something that is going to happen tomorrow something that is futuristic it hasn't happened yet but it can happen so god gave them the promise now the issue is when he gave them the promise the old nation they got to a place where they need to go and spy out the land so this story that caleb was trying to relate to us is a story of espionage can i hear amen how many of us know what espionage is huh espionage right spies <laughs> so it was a spy amen it was one of the 12 spies that were sent to go and look into the future the promise that god has given unto them so they went and 12 of them somebody say 12 12 who came to the same place they got to the city they saw everything right 
12 people. You can imagine, let's assume 12 of us now, they sent us to the same place. We went to the same place. We saw the same thing. We had the same experience. And then we came back to you guys to come and give you a report of what we saw. And when we came back, 10 people had a form of report. <laughs> and Caleb and Joshua had another form of report. Numbers 13. So listen to this. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which are given to thee. They are not there yet, but God said, I've given it unto you. God can give you your future in the present. Oh, Lord, help me this morning. He knows how to tell you that you are going to be a mother of joyful children, even if you have not had one yet. Which I give unto thee, the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers, shall you send a man, everyone, a ruler among them. Verse 3. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. And these were their names of the tribe of Reuben, Shemua, the son of Zachar. Verse 4. Of the tribe of Simeon, Shephar, the son of Horai. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the man we are talking about, the subject of our discussion here, he was sent, he was one of the twelve, and he came back. Now, if you go from here, if you can give me verse um, uh, 26 of that same chapter, amen, verse 26, and they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back what? Listen, church, they brought back word unto them and unto all the congregations and showed them the fruit of the land. So they went to the place that God spoke to them that he was going to give them. So the place existed, the dream is there, and they came back with report and they brought back fruit. They brought back everything to show. So it's not a lie. So what it means is that God, what God wants to do in your life, He can do it. It's not a lie. The dreams is not a lie. It's not a figment of your imagination. God can do it. Can I hear a loud amen? And they told him and said, We came into the land with our says, sentence us, and surely it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. They have an evidence in their hand. Somebody say, Amen. Nevertheless, look at where they spoiled it. Nevertheless, they said, regardless, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are what and every and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anakites there. Verse 28. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Ittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Verse 30. And what is it that Caleb did? Church, listen to this. The Bible says that Caleb jumped up and he said to them shut up <laughs> somebody say shut up <laughs> you know the occasions whereby you need to tell some people to shut up when it comes to issues of your life 10 of them have been blah blah blah, 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 blah. and they said you, you know we kind of and the guy said shut up and Caleb still the People before Moses and said let us go up at once hallelujah and possess it for we are well able to overcome it one of the reasons why many of us have not made progress in life as we ought to is because we allowed some people to speak into our lives there are many lives today that have been held banned 
but have not progressed. They have not been able to make much progress because you allowed the wrong words to come into your life. Wrong advice. Wrong cancer. Because they are measuring you by their own ability. They're not, they don't, they're not looking at what God can do through you. They don't know what God has put in your heart. There are dream killers in life. There are people that are not, they're not happy about your dream. Joseph's brothers were not happy about his dreams. They were actually jealous. Even the parents were a little bit confused about the dreams. How do you get words from such people? The family of Jesus did not believe in Jesus until very late. They were making a mockery of them. They were kind of looking at what's wrong with this guy? Just behaving weird. Many a times you don't know that people that are very close to you that can speak into your life, they are the barriers and the hindrances of your future. Because of the words that you have been speaking and you have been believing. Because you hear a word again and again and again and again and again and again and then you believe it. So Caleb said, you guys shut up. You need to know when to draw the line with some people. Negative people around you. And well, you don't hate them, but you know the words that are coming are arrows to attack your future. So why do you want to unbrand them? You need a place where every little dream you have, you need to find an environment where it can grow. Listen to me. There are potentials in you today. Some people will pay you big time for it. You just need to find the right place. Because when you are in the wrong place, I mean, you can imagine, if you bring a seed now, a grain, and you throw it on this floor, is it going to grow? Is it going to grow? Because the environment is not... But you take the same grain, and you go out there in the garden, and then you till somewhere, and then you put the grain there. After one week, you begin to see sign of life. There are dreams in you right now that are waiting for the right environment so that they can spring forth. But you have been taking them to the wrong environment. So you need to find a place to say, shut up. The Bible says, he steal them. He said, yeah. Steal the people before me and said, let us go at once and possess it. For we are well able to what? To overcome it. He said, but the men, listen to me, but the men that went up with him said, we are not able. Why do you want to be hanging around we are not able people? In the new year, you're not going to do that. Because this is life building center. It doesn't matter who they are. Even if they are members of your household, there are certain things you can't hang, you can't just be, you know, your dream is not going to be something that you are, you are hanging around them because they will tell you you are not able. We are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we listen to this church. I'm going to round up in a minute so that you get this now. And they brought up an evil report of the land. Can you imagine? They went, they said it's exactly what God said, but they brought up an evil report. And they start and, and, they, 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 and, and the language they are searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone through, search, is a land that eats up the inhabitants 
they saw inhabitants there they saw people there and still they said it hit them up if it's been eating them up why are they still there and all the people that we saw in in each of men of great stature giants listen to this and there we saw the giants the sons of Anak, which come of the giant as we were in our own sight oh please i'm going to take that again listen to this and there we saw the giants the sons of Anak, which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers I just want to thank God that I don't have grasshoppers here this morning. Amen. Oh, come on, church. I said, I'm happy that there is no grasshopper here this morning. Amen. How can you look at yourself and say, you know what? I am a grasshopper. How do you see yourself? And you know what? There are many people today that they look at themselves as grasshoppers situations allow that circumstances allow that you are looking at someone else and they saw giants please help me this is what I don't get they're looking at someone else human being like them they saw giants and they look at themselves and say we are like grasshoppers because they were comparing themselves with other people They've forgotten about their uniqueness, about what God has spoken to them about. At any time you are want to compare yourself with another person, you get it wrong. You look at what they have, what they're doing, and you want to compare yourself. No, you need to remember your uniqueness. Because that person that you're trying to envy or copy, there's something you have that they don't have. And they want it. I'm, I'm telling you. They want it like Norman's business. They're desperate for it. And that's your uniqueness. That's your strength. That's your potential. That's what God is going to use in order to take you to the next level. But you see yourself as grasshoppers because you are comparing yourself. You have a wrong measure. The measure is wrong. The calibrator is wrong. And so you're not getting the right answer. And it's affecting your life. And he said, because we saw ourselves as grasshoppers, that's what we are in their sight. The next verse, quickly. And what happened? You see, this is where the problem, this is where we're going to hang tonight. And all the congregation lifted up their voice. You see, listen to this. A congregation of about one million. Ten people came and polluted their minds. And only one person, or probably two, is fighting back. That's danger in the power of media nowadays. How many of us use social media here? <laughs> All kinds of news flying around, isn't it? Fake news, misinformation. People just want you to do one thing or the other. So somebody sitting in his corner, right in his house. Probably he was lying on his bed. He just pick his phone, Android. Boop, 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 boop. Make up one story. Send it out there. Then it goes viral. And everybody is buying into it. You see it, you send it to me. I see it, I send it to my platform. My platform, see it, send it to you. And before you know it, in less than one minute, millions of people have caught the wave of fake news. 
I'm trying to let you see the power of words. That's why you can't allow people to just speak anything into your life. This year, it's not going to happen. Everybody, they've forgotten about the goodness of the Lord. How God delivered them. How God brought them out of Egypt and so on. They've forgotten about that. Everybody is crying. Oh, we are dead. Oh, we can't go again. We can't move forward. We can't do, 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 do. And they believe negative report instead of the good report. Somebody say amen. Listen. And they did not sleep. They wept that night. <laughs> Just because some people brought some negative report to them. Now, listen to this. Where do we place this in our daily conversation as we progress into the new year? I want you to see this. What we have read here, number one thing is to let you know that people's perception and interpretation are not always the same. Church, can I hear amen? You see the same thing. All of us here, we can see the same thing. Right? But our perception and interpretation will be different. So these guys went there. They saw things. They were together. They were talking together. It's a long journey. They had conversation. But the problem is, when it comes to processing what you see and what you hear, the perception and the interpretation can be different. So they came with their own perception and interpretation, and it's what they think that they were telling people. So when next someone is talking to you about certain things, don't forget that it could be his or her perception and interpretation, which may not represent the mind of God. Can I hear amen? This is very important. You need to hold this into your heart because we are trying now to want to find out to live, uh, you know, 2022 in a very perfect, successful way. Very important. That's number one thing. Number two thing that I want to bring out of this message before we go to the communion table this morning is, please, I want you to be very careful of the danger of majority syndrome. Somebody say majority syndrome. Say it again, say majority syndrome. Because it's easier for us to be in the camp of majority than to be alone. And they're wrong. And they didn't get it right, but because there are many. Is anybody here with me this morning? So here we are, because there are 10. It's easier for the entire congregation to believe the 10 people than to believe this one crazy man that said, no, we can't do it. The majority syndrome is what has kept many people and shut down their potentials that they can't move forward in life. Because they believe that well, the majority is, is, is right. They are not always right. I won't be able to drill into I will show you next week when we come back because we, we we're gonna we're gonna break free i want you to break free this year so that you can move forward you need to kind of lay down all the burdens everything that is trying to you down and keep you back you need to let go of it so that you can move forward in life these are things it, it looks very small sometimes unnoticeable but they are there you are wondering it's difficult for me to stand alone what would they think about me what would they say about me how can i handle this wouldn't they make just of me? 
and, and all the things are there. The majority is a dangerous syndrome. And you will see where people had to make a choice between the minority and the majority. Where you need to be. You don't even mind in the minority. Just stand alone. Somebody say amen. Because many a times it is in your skin alone that you had your breakthrough. Not until when Jacob, the Bible says that he asked everybody to go the family to go and he was alone with God that was the day he had a breakthrough the occasions were by not only when you stand alone you are minority you stand all by yourself not only when you have such experience in life that is the day of your breakthrough is anybody here with me this morning we're going to go to the communion table we're going to break the bread been the first Sunday, break the bread and also cup as well. I am trusting God that this year nothing is going to hold you back. In Jesus' name. No negative voice will speak into your life. Not only that, whatever has been the majority, the danger of majority syndrome that you have held, you have carried before now, you're walking away from it. You have the ability to stand and confront whatever it is that must be confronted so that you can make and headway in life. It's your turn to be blessed. Shall we pray? Let's pray.